Hello, bonjour, and welcome to the Don't Waste Water podcast. I'm your host, Antoine Walter, and in today's episode, I am extremely happy to welcome Srinath Bolizetti as my guest. Srinath is the CEO and co-founder of Blue Act Technologies, an award-winning spin-off of ETH Zurich that ambitions to trigger a revolution in water purification. In this episode, Srinath will reveal how a single secret ingredient known by bodybuilders might solve an everlasting challenge for wastewater treatment processes. He'll share how starting with an industrial target, he ended with a mission to improve drinking water worldwide. He'll also tell you how his technology might enter your homes very soon, and he will divulge how, beyond its core application, his technology also has many welcome side effects. If you're a bodybuilder like me, you certainly can't wait to discover what wisdom you owned without knowing it. <laughs> Stay tuned, Srinath answers that right after the credit. You're listening to Don't Waste Water, the podcast that helps water professionals to improve their wastewater treatment, optimize their operation costs, and keep up with the latest market trends. This podcast is brought to you by GF Piping Systems, As a leading supplier of piping systems made of plastics and metal, GF Piping Systems is the global expert for the safe and reliable transportation of water, chemicals, and gas. For more information, visit gfps.com. Hi, Srinath. Welcome to the show. First, that would be great if you could introduce yourself. You are the CEO and co-founder of Blue Act. So what is Blue Act and what are you doing for Blue Act? Yes, I'm working for Blue Act Technologies. Um, We use milk protein fibrils for water treatment, especially wastewater and drinking water treatment. Even now, we want to treat water from the households as well. So, yeah, Blue Act is an ETS spin-off company. And basically, we use milk protein to do the water treatment. So you mentioned that Blue Act is an ETH spin-off company. Can you elaborate a bit on that and explain us how a company comes as a spin-off from the ETH? Yes, the technology was uh, downloaded at ETH during my postdoc uh, career. Basically, Blue Act is a technology-driven company from ETH. The patent was filed by ETH and Blue Act take the exclusive license from the ETH on this technology. We are inventors, two inventors, me and my professor, Professor Rafale Mazinga. And yeah, ETH really supported us uh, bringing the technology as a spin-off from the lab to the real world. So that means that today your company still sits in ETH or did you move out of the school? Yes, we moved out of the school because ETH generally support its spin-offs for three years. Now our we moved to Clark Park uh, in Zurich because uh, after some time we will be more focused on the business side compared to the research side because our products are ready to go to the market. So we just moved out of the ETH, but uh, some uh, instruments, technology sides, we have support from ETH as well. So what sets you apart in this world of water and wastewater treatment? What is your secret sauce? Our secret sauce is uh, milk. Uh, <laughs> it means uh, from a cheese industry, whatever is uh, left over uh, from the cheese making, it's called uh, whey, whey protein. In German, they call it as molke. Our secret ingredient is uh, really the molke. And normally this whey protein 
even uh, the bodybuilders uh, when they want to build a body uh, they really use this whey protein which is available in the market from the fitness centers sports centers and from everywhere so our secret sauce is really that the uh, milk protein and we do some kind of nano engineering of this milk protein in the denaturation process and make it more stable and then this protein fibers is our active component in the filtration process especially in the adsorption of heavy metal ions we also bind this protein fibers to the activated carbon so that you not only remove heavy metal ions you can also remove because activated carbon is well known in the water treatment industry and it is like a matrix uh, to hold our protein inside this activated carbon uh, material so that we can remove color odor uh, and also like organic pollutants from the water treatment so you made for a smooth transition into our deep dive of today which is really to go into what your technology really is and what it does actually That's the beauty of an audio show is that I can tell that I'm a bodybuilder and that I know way very well because I have so much muscles it's not true but <laughs> I can tell it but how did you came to the idea that there is value to extract from whey during my postdoc at ETH I was really using this milk protein fibers for the inorganic nanomaterial synthesis okay these uh, protein fibers have binding sites which can work as a reducing agents as a dispersing agents it can convert uh, the metal ions into the metal nanoparticle we have one other patent on it uh, it's called gold crystals uh, making by protein fibers using the whey protein and we have a patent and we are planning to have a company out of it as well but uh, that is nothing related to blue act and during this process we can convert uh, metal ions especially gold ions to the gold crystals and then uh, one uh, company which is uh, based in austria it's an uh, electroplating company they have instead of gold salt they have a gold cyanide and uh, they came to us and they asked us uh, you did it uh, with using the milk protein converting gold salt into gold nanoparticle gold platelets and a uh, real gold can you do it with gold cyanide to gold metal and then i was curious to understand it uh, why they want to convert this gold cyanide to the gold and they explained me their problem because of the cyanide to the gold they cannot release this waste water to the river mm-hmm. and then i understand it okay we not only convert this gold salt to the gold metal but we can also treat the water and uh, because once we treat conversion of this when the cyanide will also become carbon and nitrogen so that uh, it is also non toxic so i see the real benefit uh, not only converting a toxic waste into non toxic as well as uh, a really an expensive material at the end so there are two positives for it and then afterwards i saw means at the time i was trying to understand it the metal ions problem in the water especially in the water uh, waste water and uh, drinking water there are several natural underground water pollutants uh, metal ions as well as industrial waste water having various uh, metal ions 
and uh, there is no actual solution existed uh, in a cost-effective manner. Uh, for example, we know reverse osmosis, it can remove everything. But for gold cyanides, uh, converting into gold, which is not possible by a reverse osmosis. And uh, then I took this challenge and it was really very exciting and interesting. We work uh, continuously and we saw in our first shot itself, we can do a removal efficiency of 100%. And we repeated this experiment several times. And I know that uh, this protein not only works for gold, it can work for many metal ions. I tried with silver, platinum, palladium. And then uh, we tried to look at various uh, heavy metal ions, including mercury, because at the time I understand that mercury was the pollutant in the lake. And because of mercury, some fish we cannot eat because this mercury will be adsorbed from the insects to the fish. And if you eat this fish, from the because the mercury is from the water and then it will enter into your body and it will get accumulated in your body. So then it will cause some long-range diseases. So then the real idea comes from, okay, we can treat the water by using milk protein fibers. We tried various pollutants, natural heavy metal ions, industrial wastewater ions, and also radioactive wastewater ions, so that we can use the filtration by milk protein fibers. So just to try to synthesize that, if I got it right, you started by trying to recover some gold. So that was the, the primary aim. And by doing that, you found out that there was actually a need to treat the water because this gold was just not floating around. It was in water. And if you can extract the gold from water, you might be able to extract also the other heavy metals from water. And that turns out to be then a water treatment. Yes. Then I understand the water treatment is a big, big, big problem. And the market of this water treatment is so unimaginable comparing to recovering of metal ions from a mining industry. And uh, treating a water is because many billion people, they don't have safe drinking water. And it also not only on the business side, it will bring a lot of happiness, especially from the place where I came from in India. It's called Nalgonda in India, which is having a fluoride problem in the drinking water. And we have many of my friends have bone problems because of the drinking water. Then I realized I can find a meaningful career in my, in my life because I grown up in a place where the water is not very safe to drink. So I like to work on water treatment uh, sector. So that's really a beautiful mission. I mean, that really makes sense. So if I get it right from what you said just before, you take this protein and you combine it with activated carbon. From your website, I saw that you have two different types of products. On one end, the membrane. On the other, the granulated medium. Um, how did you come with these two types of forms for the product itself? Because first we check the technology, how does it work? And then we know that milk protein fibers uh, can play a role in the water treatment. When we come to the customers, uh, they have different requirement in the usage. Some people, they prefer to use, they don't want to do major changes in the water treatment plant. Uh, because they have their own constraints, everything is running. So initially we prepared these membranes. This is just like you need to have a filter press unit 
where you can put this uh, membranes directly means if they have leprosy unit they can put the membranes but not all the treatment plants uh, doesn't have the filter press but they use a fixed bed reactors like granulated media maybe sand media or uh, activated carbon media or something so then we thought okay if we can have a media which can be replaced with their existing media so that it can directly used in the in the plant without any major changes so then we developed and we focused on how to have a good granulated media because basically you don't need any pressure we also installed some plants in peru in the middle of nowhere and the spring water comes in there is no electricity you just need uh, some kind of fixed bed reactor means some kind of we made it with a, a, a simple pvc pipe uh, something like a column and we filled it with the activated carbon uh, our media with protein fibers inside and the water comes from the mountains it goes through this one they have 100 times above than the who drinking limit of arsenic in their natural water so that this granulated media will be used without any constraints and also like for the developed countries uh, we also introduce a new product it will be launched maybe in one or two months it's a cartridge so that especially in the household sector are even in the water treatment plants you have a simple cartridge you can put inside and then you can open your tap and then it will do the filtration without it you don't need any pump you don't need any energy you don't need anything special it's just like you have a coffee machine and then you put a coffee tablet in it and then you have coffee like that we like to make a device which is connected to the sink or under the sink you just open it and then uh, without any external pressure and external things uh, the filtration will work so we develop these products because of user comfortability and the easy to use uh, for their purpose so basically your your two existing products and the one you're going to develop seem to me like they tell the story of your company you started with a membrane in the filter press so i guess it's more on the sludge line on the wastewater treatment so it's where you want to recover the heavy metals and then you might then be able to take out these metals and to reuse it then you found out that there's something to do with water so where to address the broader market for water and that's where the granulates come into play and now you're wondering if you could bring that in the household so that's why there's the cartridge Yes exactly you got my point <laughs> yeah yes so the protein itself is targeting the heavy metals but the fact that you combine it with activated carbon means that you have also the adsorption capacities of the activated carbon so basically do you say that you address every type of pollutants or is there still something you cannot address the protein fibers it not only bind heavy metal ions it can also remove some organic pollutants we also published a recent article how protein fibers will remove some pesticides from uh, pharmaceuticals because pesticides they use it in the water and then for the agriculture purpose and then it will go from the fields to the rivers and then your water is finally contaminated with organic pollutants So these protein fibers not only bind heavy metal ions it can also bind some organic uh, pollutants and also we have activated carbon which is a food grade quality which we use it a uh, very good quality 
and it can remove the organic pollutants without any problem and if we come to our membranes and also our cartridges we have size exclusion mechanism because the membrane's porosity is almost like less than 0.7 microns something like that the bacteria cannot pass through this one so we have four log reduction of this one in case of our cartridges we also integrate the cartridge with hollow fibers so that you have really a high quality drinking water at the end and i also want to mention that not only bacteria we modify these protein fibers on the surface to target the virus okay and we find a new patent this week and that will remove for example influenza virus just almost like four log reduction of virus because it will inactivate all the enveloped virus we did a recent study including the current problem of coronavirus and i'm happy to share as a preliminary step nobody knows about it but it can inactivate covid virus as well that is our breakthrough what we find it out very recently during the covid season so you inactivated from water yes exactly we can inactivate the virus basically we didn't understand the complete mechanism but water which is having a virus in the inlet and if you see the virus activity in the outlet the media our material which is having the protein fibers modified one which can inactivate the virus as well okay fascinating <laughs> yes <laughs> that is our new research progress on it you mentioned just before that you already have some plants or some places in the world where you are using your medium can you tell us a bit more at which stage you are what are those projects yes we did several pilot studies starting from europe to south america asia and even in us so including australia and uh, means we did several uh, pilots just to mention especially in the drinking water in south america with the help of uh, swiss embassy in peru they realized that uh, the arsenic problem in the drinking water is almost like 100 times above the drinking limit uh, this, there was a national emergency because of this arsenic in their groundwater and we did the pilot study almost one year because we want to see what is the long term performance what is the capacity and uh, how is the user comfortability to use it in the household in the treatment plants and also it was installed in a drinking water treatment plant it is running and to mention that uh, even in europe one of the major city in italy they have the municipal drinking water treatment because of the volcanic region they also have arsenic it's not very high but uh, within the limit means 5 uh, to 6 times above than the drinking limit they use uh, currently with other adsorbent and we run uh, the pilot with our material with our membranes as well and then we show that the efficiency is so high the capacity is very high and basically we provided the material to them and they did their own measurements uh, they conducted the pilot uh, and they send us the report 
and uh, like this uh, to mention we did it uh, some mining water treatment plants huh? for example uh, to recover expensive metal like gold silver platinum and we know how efficiently and how efficient for the mining it's like a win-win situation in the mining sector because uh, they use our material the amount of the precious metals they recover is unbelievably high so they don't have any problem and uh, recently i want to mention that uh, the clinical wastewater especially which is having the radioactivity because they use this radioactive nucleides uh, for the therapy and the diagnosis and uh, the patients whoever in the hospital even if they go to the toilet this water need to be collected in a tank because it is radioactive wastewater and we did a pilot in uh, insel hospital in bern and uh, we can clearly show that uh, if the water passes through our membrane it can do almost 100 percentage uh, removal of this radionuclides because some radionuclides which is having off life of uh, several years and uh, even like in japan uh, there was earthquake uh, and uh, their nuclear treatment plants are disassembling because of uh, these uh, unexpected reasons even in germany they are going they want to dismantle all the nuclear plants because of the risk of the radionuclides so we did a pilot also in, in uh, university hospital in uh, insel hospital in bern and we want to go we did a pilot and now we want to try really in the winterthur hospital we want to install it with a not complete capacity but we want to do one small stage plant trials and afterwards if it works fine they want to adapt it to everything and yeah like this uh, we did it uh, even uh, the wastewater treatment in lausanne uh, where they have the nickel and chromium from the electroplating companies mm-hmm. which can be adsorbed so that uh, they can release this water without any further treatment uh, directly to the sewage just for me to understand when you're running a pilot you mentioned that you put some columns with activated carbon filter with your medium and when you go to a bigger scale then you do a refurbishment of an existing filter just by replacing the actual filter material by your material right yes basically we have two products if they want to because if it is a granulated media and uh, when you want to change the granulated media is also not very easy so normally they change the they will have bigger plant with the granulated media and uh, either they will uh, regenerate the media or uh, they will fill it with the new media but uh, the other advantage of the membrane is uh, you treat your water and then this solid waste can go as a membrane and uh, they and when they put the new membrane uh, they are ready to go it means it's like a completely new system that was going to be my next question you mentioned this one year piloting over one year how often do you have to change the medium do you have to change it at all or when do you change it yes that depends upon the source water because even we did several places uh, because we choose uh, the pollution level is uh, one place five times above than the drinking limit one place 50 times above than the drinking limit one place 100 times above than the drinking limit so we want to identify how frequently we need to change the membranes normally the media for example in a lower contamination level in one year we never change it and also if the pollution levels are severely high and they need to treat very high volume of the water we change one time so the idea is uh, every 6 months uh, 
either you need to regenerate the media or if there is no toxic regeneration uh, uh, means uh, every time if you want to regenerate it there is also next problem of uh, secondary pollution so basically the change of the media is uh, depending upon uh, the source water and uh, we have really high capacity compared to we also did it uh, what is available in the existing market uh, what is uh, their performance and their capacity and what is our capacity and what is our performance uh, we also work uh, with avag the swiss uh, federal water research institute uh, even the scientists they know about our technology they know what is the benefits of our technology so this is basically what we do it uh, at this moment you mentioned plenty of pilots with promising results Uh, did you also move to the next step to a, a small scale or even a full scale plant yes uh, we also installed uh, in a global leader in beverage segment uh, in the real uh, treatment plant uh, for uh, a beverage production and also we work with uh, swiss uh, beverage uh, multinational company and uh, we also installed it in uh, municipal drinking water segment uh, we also installed uh, in the plant scale so slowly we are moving from laboratory to pilot to the plant now how do you do those moves do you do it by yourself or do you partner with existing companies out there which would be i don't know filter manufacturers or operators yes we have some partners especially on the engineering part because we cannot do everything on our own i think no no company in this world uh, they cannot do a uh, complete things but we can provide the solution means uh, if a company approaches us uh, we have this waste water can you please provide a solution we partner with them and uh, our idea is they have inlet we want to provide a good quality outlet which is having uh, good water at the end so we partner with our engineering company that will be a mutual collaboration and we generate an order to this company and they will try to help us in the installation they know how our media and how what is the advantage with our, our things so our means uh, we can provide not only our uh, filter or granulated media but we can provide the complete solution you mentioned uh, avag in switzerland you know there is this full topic of micropollutant treatments which is ongoing for the past let's say almost past decade and uh, there are so much wastewater treatment plants that need to be equipped uh, with the treatment to remove uh, the, the micropollutants and there was always this kind of problem that you can remove every pollutant with uh, ozone or activated carbon but not the heavy metals and airbag has been involved a lot and in looking for solutions to remove those heavy metals and could your technology be the final addition that was just missing and that will allow switzerland at least and then next countries to to finally treat this problem of micropollutants yes because uh, i want to find a single solution which can do which can do most of the part means uh, means uh, there are some technologies uh, there are some ionic sensitive signs uh, ultra filtration nano filtration reverse osmosis uh, but every technology has some positives and negatives means uh, if you go to reverse osmosis uh, there is a lot of uh, energy needed uh, you know, some water will go as a waste but uh, my idea is i want to provide uh, a sustainable water treatment uh, which can filter not only a specific problem 
but because water is not always come like as a lab water the real waste water will be mixture of everything so our idea is even if it is having micropollutants even if it is having heavy metal even if it is having bacteria virus and this thing we want to provide a single stage solution which can really very effective and efficient and uh, with the low maintenance cost so i'm pretty sure we have a solution we are trying to understand it because every water every water chemistry is very different if you go to water in peru if you go to water in switzerland even within switzerland the mountain region have different water chemistry and the lake water have different water chemistry so water is very different from place to place so the idea is uh, we want to remove uh, micropollutants uh, heavy metal ions uh, bacteria and everything with our one media or one membrane or one catalyst solution you mentioned that every technology has its limitation which is fully true and fully normal i would say what is the limitation of your technology is it a limitation linked to very large plants where i could imagine that maybe footprint might be an issue i see it means uh, the the first part uh, what is best part of our technology is uh, we use a food grade material which is a whey protein which is eatable and uh, we also use activated carbon which is also a food grade quality and uh, the complete manufacturing is a wet processing without any plastics in the manufacturing and uh, in terms of uh, sustainability in the maintenance part uh, we can work by gravitational pressure means uh, we don't need any energy in terms of uh, if we have a granulated media if we use cartridge if we use membranes we need a certain pressure means it will be easily possible by a simple pump because we need uh, the a differential pressure of one bar uh, maximum which can uh, which can already work with our membranes and cartridges because there uh, our filtration is uh, basically a micro filtration and uh, the limiting factor is uh, basically some people are allergic to the milk even though we are very confident that uh, our milk protein doesn't leach at all means we did uh, the water coming out what is the leaching from this one and we are 100% sure it is not only tested by us it also tested by a major beverage company what is the leaching of this milk protein and we are 100% sure that it doesn't cause any allergic properties from the milk because we tested the water coming out coming in and we did a lot of work and uh, it we did almost one year work on that because that was one limitation factor and we we can guarantee on that yeah and uh, except that uh, what is the limitation on our side is uh, we don't have our own manufacturing plant uh, we outsource uh, not only outsource we rent a facility and then uh, we pay them on a monthly basis and we want to do the manufacturing at their treatment plant but our future plan for our company is we want to have our own manufacturing plant and we are also looking for some investors who is interested to invest on our technology and our production because we are ready to enter to the market in a grand scale
because before we want to do some pilots we want to see we want to learn from the pilots what are the limitations how to overcome the limitations from the pilots but uh, now we are very sure we are ready to grab them so let me start just i cannot resist so uh, i'm going to crack a joke that nobody outside of switzerland can understand but in worst case if the, if some of your protein is leaching you might be having a good industrial case with rivela because that might help them yeah, exactly exactly okay for, for the ones which are not listening from switzerland rivela is a very swiss beverage where you have some some milk whey inside so sorry i couldn't resist this one uh, yes you are you are correct because we have a beverage which is made up of uh, the milk protein you've mentioned many kind of applications where your technology could fit but if you had to choose one sweet spot where would it be is it really drinking water or is it more on the wastewater industrial wastewater side because you really have many applications but i guess if you don't want to spread yourself too thin you will have to target something at the beginning so what would be your your ideal sweet spot yes uh, basically we have strategic meeting on this one because uh, our uh, we have plenty of applications with our uh, technology but our first part to enter the market is we want to find where is the low hanging fruit because we are a startup and especially the wastewater treatment is we know and we have some experience on it that is our sweet spot and i want to mention that we had an initial discussion we want to start from eth wastewater especially they have plenty of labs and uh, that means uh, if we can do because it's an eth technology it's an eth spinoff and it's an eth brand and it and we want to solu- we want to find a solution to our eth uh, initially yeah and because it will reduce a burden uh, to the treatment plant at the end means if you really solve the problem at the source then it's easy for the treatment plants as well so this uh, wastewater treatment is uh, our uh, current focus but uh, drinking water beverage treatment uh, we are ready to go we have the product ready to use it uh, and we don't have any limitation and uh, especially the complicated uh, radioactive waste water treatments uh, which is not possible by any technique honestly speaking they don't have any solution for this one at this moment many hospitals doesn't have any waste water treatment they just store it until that radioactivity is completely gone and once the radioactivity is completely gone they will be charged to the sewage water so we want to target uh, the complicated wastewater treatments and also we are open for uh, many other sectors as well talking about uh, compounds which are difficult to treat there is one which is particular concern nowadays especially in the US which is pfas so the those perfluorooctanoid acid which are really difficult to treat and when i say difficult it's still an understatement did you have any experience with your technology on pfas yes we know about this problem since 2 uh, 3 years uh, since we started and we have one phd who is completely focused on this topic the major problem with pfas is not only treatment even the measurement of pfas pfos is not so easy you need to have really clean room because pfas pfos is everywhere even in the laboratory scale water 
you can see this kind of uh, small organic molecules which is very complicated to measure it as me and uh, we have uh, honestly speaking we are going to germany to measure it we even in uh, very high end water research institutes uh, in switzerland uh, we try to measure it uh, and uh, it was not very easy and we try to find uh, some groups who are really specialized for this one they know how to quantify it and um, we already did uh, the preliminary test we can solve this problem with our uh, membrane because activated carbon is also can do a certain job to remove it but it's very complicated to understand it what is the role of the protein fibers in removing the pfas and what is the role of activated carbon to remove this one so and also do the corona period which doesn't make us a lot of progress on this project but uh, i'm pretty sure we will have very scientific data to show and to prove and to understand it uh, how to solve this problem i'm pretty sure many research groups uh, are trying to work on this problem but uh, the problem is uh, that even the research facilities they need to get upgraded on this subject so on your end it's work in progress but as we have a phd student working on it i guess if we track the scientific publication i guess you're going to explain a bit more w- what you might find yes. so <laughs> yeah uh, even the means we also publish it whatever we learn it from the pilots whatever we learn it from the labs because we are basically researchers as well so even the hospital waste water treatment uh, we submitted an article and uh, and also the pilots uh, which we did it in uh, peru everything will be communicated uh, and uh, make it available so that uh, the knowledgeable reader uh, can understand it how the it means uh, the technological part of the solution so just to synthesize this deep dive if i get it right from the two last questions today for you the sweet spot might be in the decentralized wastewater treatment because there you can really bring a help to specific problems that's what you mentioned for instance with the the hospitals or with uh, specific industries and then also on the drinking water end as you're moving to the households i guess that's also into this decentralized world because your technology allows for something which is not really which doesn't have to be in the big plants which can be also really targeting a specific problem at a specific place right yes i just want to mention that um, many existing wastewater treatment plants they have problem with heavy metals but they don't communicate because they don't have a solution or uh, it's a very costly solution that is what i observed it uh, from many big companies as well when i try to communicate with them uh, they don't disclose it openly because uh, they want to keep it secret until they find a solution especially with metal ions uh, because it is uh, some metal ions even in uh, micrograms per liter is toxic and uh, it's uh, it's not very easy to remove it the normal wastewater treatment plants if they change it from existing activated carbon media to our activated carbon media it not only remove color it will not only remove the odor it will not only remove the organic pollutants and additionally it will also remove the heavy metal ions which is in the dissolved form inside the water that is what uh, we want to focus and that makes for a very good uh, summary for this deep dive so if it's fine for you i propose you to switch to uh, the last part of this interview which are the rapid fire questions 
It's time for the rapid fire questions. So short is supposed to be the way, but if you need to elaborate, don't worry. The microphone is still open. I'm not cutting you. So first question, what is the most exciting project you've been working on and why? Yeah, as a researcher, I did several projects. It means I published several papers in different areas. But this is the project where I can bring the technology from lab to real world. And I can also save people's lives. And I can also make a business case out of it. So that makes me more exciting about this project. So the project is your company, right? Blue Act is the project. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The water treatment by using milk protein fibers. What is your favorite part of your current job? The current job is, uh, means as a researcher, we are uh, just like in the laboratory. But uh, when it is coming to the current project, uh, we, we meet a lot of people. We will also understand a lot of variety of problems because every water problem is very different. Uh, and meeting new people is uh, means that we, we say, oh, there is also a problem. There is we, whether it works or not. And also like uh, traveling with uh, different uh, area people, that, that makes me more exciting in this one. Means uh, not only lab scale uh, things, but uh, in the real scale things. What is the trends to watch out for in the water industry? The trends to watch out, um, yes, I think the people need to be open and uh, they should not wait until the solution is there. And the trend uh, means uh, basically because it's, it's so big and uh, they need to think about this heavy metal problem openly that will effectively find a solution. If they don't communicate in the water industry, this heavy metal problem is not well known. So we need to be more communicative as well. So the trend is around heavy metals and your recommendation is to communicate about it, to find the solution and to be solution oriented rather than just putting it aside and hoping that no one notices. Yes, exactly. That is what I want to see in the water treatment industry and in the market especially. That's a nice one. Um, do you have sources to recommend to keep up with the water and waste of the market trends? I will get several newsletters from different continents. Uh, even uh, I also attend several uh, exhibitions like FinTech uh, in Germany. And things, uh, I follow it up. Uh, I also write uh, some uh, review articles uh, on the scientific side. There are several of them. And uh, means I follow many of them. And uh, But it's also not very accurate, I feel. But... Uh, I cannot judge because I am too young for this uh, market. You now have some experience with designing products with your, your company. So what is the thing you care the most when you design a new product or a new solution? And what is the thing you care the less? My major priority for the product is the quality, of course. The robustness, how robust, uh, because uh, every water is very different. Every customer is very different. So we want to find a product which, can, which will be very robust and very easy to use. You don't need an engineer to use your product. I want to have someone, even a driver uh, of my car, he can use, he can fit uh, the household water treatment to his uh, sink. So I want to make a product uh, which is easy to use. You don't need a specialized engineer 
to do maintenance or something. Just a common man can also work in the treatment. Just open this wall for this 10 minutes and then your water is clean, something like that. And what is, uh, means what I don't care about it uh, much is uh, we worked on the technology almost for 10 years. With different metal ions, uh, how the product will work, how the technology really works. On the technology side, uh, me and my professor and whoever worked with uh, me, they know. And even a bachelor student who worked with me, ah, this technology, we don't have any doubt. So on the technology side, I am not means I know uh, the each and every detail uh, means how does it behave. So that is uh, what uh, on the product side, business side, what I really do. Srinath, that was a pleasure talking with you. I think it was very interesting, at least for me, I learned many things. So I hope that our listeners will We'll learn also uh, at some point a uh, lot of stuff about your company. If they want to discover more on you, where should I redirect them? Yeah, it's uh, our website. It's Blue Act. means I just want to tell you. Blue means water. Act means action. Water in action. means in our uh, company name, uh, Blue means without E, B-L-U-A-C-T. Blue Act. www.blueact.com And... Uh, Wonderful. So blue act, blue action, so blue blu, uh, B-L-U-A-C-T dot com. I'm going to put, of course, like always, all the links in the episode notes. Thanks a lot, Srinath. And maybe talk to you in, in a couple of years when your, your company is the next big thing in, in water and wastewater treatment. Thank you so much for this uh, podcast. And uh, I am really happy to have a conversation with you. And uh, I hope uh, even the listeners will uh, enjoy our content. Thanks for listening to Don't Waste Water. This podcast was brought to you by GF Piping Systems. Loved this episode? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. See you next time.